Welcome to Caring Connected Conversations. I'm Sydney, a spiritual mentor who guides and supports you to live in alignment by finding and owning your power. I'm Angie, a fitness and life coach, teaching you to love yourself unconditionally by staying accountable to your goals in fitness, food, life, and love. Sid and I are real-life BFFs and biz partners. Our deepest desire is to see you succeed in life by being willing and vulnerable to step out of your comfort zone. We're constantly learning from each other while also providing support through every breakdown and every breakthrough. Not every conversation is easy. It's the difficult ones that lead you to create deeper connections in your life. We want to inspire and empower you to love your life. So get ready for conversations filled with laughter, tears, and everything in between. Let's get connecting. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Caring Connected Conversations. Today is a nice, just kind of mellow, chill day. To be honest, really feeling these heightened energies from this eclipse season. Eclipse, eclipses are very dramatic. And so we can feel that energy really kind of taking control sometimes. And we feel like we're on the ringer and just going around and around and around. So before we jump into today's conversation, I just want to kind of take a second here with myself, with Angie, and with all of you listening, just to kind of get back into our bodies, come back into this present moment, remind ourselves that there's no rush. You know, we don't have to rush ahead to the future. Our life is happening right here and right now. And when we get grounded and when we get present, we can um, make decisions and take action from a more conscious space. So if you're here with me, just take a deep breath in. And as you feel that breath kind of filling your lungs, uh, really feel into your body, bringing yourself back into this present moment. And as you exhale, uh, feel your feet connected to the ground if you're standing, sitting, wherever you are. I really love taking that intentionality in grounding ourselves and, and coming back to this moment so we can be present through this conversation. So let's jump in. And how is it going? Hello, hello. It is going I don't, well, you know, it's going well, it's going well. Cause before we hit that record button, I did feel a little all over the place. And then of course our pre-chat helped. And this was so needed to bring me back down to the now <laughs> rather than worrying and focusing on all the things that need to be done or have to get done. It was a nice way to open up this conversation. And it's funny cause I'm literally holding lapis lazuli, lazuli, um, which is good for your shot, your shot, <laughs> your throat, your throat chakra. I'm trying to put two words together. Um, so yeah, to better help with communication and I'm holding it with that intention that it will help me, um, communicate super well <laughs> today, because sometimes when my brain is running a mile a minute, my words are, they can't match <laughs> the pace of my brain. So yeah, like I said, it was a wonderful, Wonderful little starter. So how are you doing, Sid? I'm 
doing pretty good today. Uh, definitely a lot better today than I was yesterday. Um, I think, you know, one of the energies that I've been moving through kind of, as you were saying, you know, when your mind's going a mile a minute and, you know, you've got all these things that you're thinking about that you have to do, or you should do, or you need to get done. It's so easy for that worry and that doubt to creep in. And so for me yesterday, it's not that I was thinking about all the things that I need to do. It was more so this really heavy, very human, like ego energy that filled me that was really focused on, on the thought of, am I even capable? Right. For me, especially over the last two years, I've really been connecting to this knowing that I'm here for a reason and I'm supposed to help people and I'm supposed to bring light back into the world. And over the last couple of weeks, some of the shadow work that I'm moving through, the thoughts have brought me to this space of what if I can't meet the expectations that the universe has for me? What if I can't be the person that I'm supposed to be here in this lifetime? And yesterday, I really felt that energy of self-doubt creeping in and taking over. And, and I think that it was triggered within me because I moved through a self-reflection piece, uh, like a writing. I'm, it's a yeah, I say peace, but it's something that I was just writing um, that's focused on my fear of lack and this shift that I've made in my life. And uh, I was kind of connecting the dots. It's kind of confusing, but basically I have this jade plant. I think I've talked to you about it before, Ange. And four months ago, the jade plant started losing all of its leaves And today where I'm at and the healing that I've moved through with my fear of lack, I'm recognizing that the jade plant signified this journey that I was about to go on. Um, And so the self-reflection piece that I moved through yesterday was very powerful because it helped me to connect a lot of dots. But what ended up happening is I then carried that energy with me. I forgot to cleanse myself and I forgot to get regrounded. And so even though I've already released that fear of lack and I, and I'm very aware of my triggers and I can support myself in that space from a very conscious space, um, I was still carrying that heavy energy. And I think that that's what led me into the doubt. So I'm feeling a lot better because I've done some healing and I, I worked through it with someone yesterday and I, I brought myself back into my spirit. Um, but yeah, I think it's just that reminder that right now we're moving through a very triggering period. I think I needed to hear that because I totally feel that I don't want to say the, the same extent as what you're experiencing, but definitely pieces. Like I wouldn't say necessarily the self-doubt, but the the over the overall picture of it just being like, well, what is like, what is going on? Like what is, and why is, and now I would love, I mean, if you're comfortable, of course, sharing and elaborating on, on it, but you talked about this shift that you're at this new phase of your life. Um, I know you just recently moved. Is it more of like a physical space? Is it more of from the previous shadow work that you were doing, or is it something we just haven't even discussed or 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think there's, I think energy is always shifting. So I'm, I'm always talking about how we're moving through a shift and it's more so, uh, your willingness to allow the external energy shift to guide you through your own internal Mm -hmm. energy shift. So for me, yes, there's been a lot of shifts, you know, I've moved, I'm changing a lot of things in my business, but ultimately all of these things that are shifting in my external world is because I'm being guided or I have been guided to let go of not only a past version of me, but this is the part that's going to kind of maybe throw you for a loop because we haven't talked about this because I just moved through it last night. Um, I'm letting go of the present version of me. Interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm shifting into a whole new way of being. And and it's really exciting because I can tell that it's been needed and it's going to allow me to uh, embrace the purpose that I came here for. And it's going to allow me to not get stressed out about thinking that there's expectations placed on me by the universe, but actually just taking everything as it comes. And like, yeah, I, I went through an insane release last night. Really. I've been moving through an insane release over the last week. Um, but I feel, I feel like a whole new person. Okay. You need to elaborate on this whole letting go of my, the current version of me, because that is, I'm sure for our listeners, slightly confusing, especially if we are just starting our personal growth journey. But for me, I don't want to say I'm confused, but I would love for you to elaborate on it because I have, of course, my own thoughts on what I think it means, but I would love to know what it truly means for you. Yeah, I'm glad you you finished your question for you, like for me, because I want to reiterate that ev- everyone's journey is different. Everyone's path is different. And if if for the listeners, if you're newly on your personal growth journey, like you've just started it in the last, you know, like this year, um, please, 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 please do not compare your journey to where I'm at today. And even you, Ange, right? I know you won't because we're very open with each other and recognizing that we're different people. We're on completely different paths. Um, So I've done a lot of work to get to where I am today. And I've released a lot of past things. Um, But the message actually moved through my mom. Um, You know, I I had the doubt come forward yesterday and, and I sent her a message, which often when I'm feeling in my ego space and very taken over by doubt or worry or fear, I don't reach out to people. Uh, And I think that that comes from the people pleaser within me that's don't ask for help. Like that is very much ingrained into my being. And so the fact that I messaged her and it wasn't asking for help, it was simply, this is where I'm at. It was like, I guess I, I guess I kind of was asking for help because I did phrase my message as a question, (laughs) (laughs) but um, it was something along the lines of how come I can't, how come I'm doubting myself so much? How come I'm doubting my ability? How come I'm 
doubting. Right. And, and so her message came and I'm so glad that I messaged her um, because I was questioning whether or not I should message anyone. And I was questioning whether like who I should message. And I'm really glad that I messaged her because her response came back as doubt is the ego mind and every single human experiences it. And it's part of our human experience. And when doubt comes forward, it's the reminder that we are disconnected from spirit. Mm. And that's pretty much all that her message said. And it was nothing like, oh, do this, Sydney. It was nothing like, oh, I feel so bad that you're feeling that way. It was just, yeah, yeah, what you're experiencing, like that's normal. It's okay. Mm. And so talking back and forth through her or with her, through that, there were a lot of messages that came through. Like my mom is very much my mentor in a lot of ways. And she's a channel for me to receive messages from the universe when I'm in my ego mind and I'm not connected to spirit and I can't receive messages for myself. She's able to connect to my divine team and channel messages for me. And she often like my divine team is very incessant with her. And she's like, I'm in the middle of something like Sydney hasn't talked to me. Blah, blah, blah. Like, and then they're so incessant that all of a sudden she'll send me a message and be like, Hey, like I'm getting that. Like I need to do something. And um, I, every single time she does that, I always say to her, I was actually just asking my divine team to send me a blessing. And that happened last night. Like literally I was standing in my living room and I was like calling in that support and saying like, please just bring me a blessing, bring me something that can help me get through this moment. And the moment that I finished that sentence in my head, my phone lit up and it was a message from my mom that said, your divine team is really incessant right now. And they're telling me I need to pull a card for you, even though I have guests over, like they're so strong that I, I pulled a card for you. So here it is. And it was exactly what I needed. So kind of coming back to your question, what does it mean? Like, what does it mean for me in shedding this present version of me? It's the recognition that I've learned everything that I need to learn in this phase of my life. And I'm ready to up level into that next cycle. Mm. And the only way for me to take that step is to recognize I'm not bringing this present version with me. I'm stepping into maybe not fully my higher self, but I'm stepping into the next level of me. So I'm no longer identifying with things that I've identified with for the past year, two years or whatever. It's like this, it's this knowing that I'm safe, I'm protected, I'm being guided. I have everything that I need and it's okay for me to walk away from something that I thought was meant for me, but I'm recognizing now actually isn't. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if that does that make sense like I don't it's kind yeah, of, hard of course <laughs> no it, it does make sense um but then obviously like I now have another question because you you threw me in another loop you said yes. I'm, I'm letting go of this well what what is this 
Like, I know you just explained yourself, but you made it sound like there was something else. Like you're letting go of this because it no longer served me, or you're just stating from all of the above what you just explained. Yeah. All of it. Like I, like this is, it's hard for me to pinpoint one thing. It's just, right. I'm, I'm letting go of where I thought my life was going to take me. I'm letting go of the pressure of needing to be someone specific. I'm letting go of, I don't know, like just, there's so much there's, and, and mm-hmm. it's hard to put it into words because I think in the something human you feel. Exactly. Exactly. And it's something I know. So like trying to fit and and trying to define what it is, well, that's what present me would do. And so future me is like, like, I can't even explain it because I'm just letting go of it. (laughs) And I I think it's this reminder that when you step into your spirit, your soul, your higher self, your authenticity, whatever word you want to use, when you step into that and people ask you questions, you try your hardest to explain in a way that you hope that they understand, but ultimately you can't really explain your soul truths. Like I saw this post, I don't know if you saw it, it's been going around uh, recently and it, it says your soul calling wasn't a conference call. So other people aren't going to understand it and it's not your job to explain it. Mm, I love that. And I was just thinking that like, it's not, and it's funny because you, the way you start to explain yourself, you were saying, I, I was trying to explain so the other person could understand. And of course that makes sense that you did that because that's old version of you, right? That's the people pleasing tendency for you to express yourself in a way that the other individual is then going to understand you rather than just speaking just for what it is and for what it is, is just what it is, right? Like it's hard to put into words. So I'm glad that you were able to communicate as, as much and as well as you did, because it's, it's hard to talk about what you literally feel like it's a, it's a shift you're currently going through. So this (laughs) it's, it's a broad term because this is, is you, right? Like it's, it's this inner piece of you that nobody else can see or seemingly understand, of course, except for the people that are the most, close to you or the most connected to you. And it's, I think that's a very important piece for you to almost like for almost for us to, to reiterate in that sense that it's, it's okay to not be able to properly communicate everything that's going on inside of you because you might be processing it, or you just might be seeing it completely different. So I mean, sorry, not sorry, but like, what's it to the other person to get what you're going through? You're the one going through it, right? Like it's, and it's not to say that it doesn't matter, but it's, it's, I think to get us to a a certain level that it's okay to not fully explain yourself all of the time. And I think that this is such a human response, which I love how you said doubt is the most human response. This is another response we do. It's like, okay, how can I do this for you to better understand? Or how can I say this for you to better like listen in or describe, like understand what I'm trying to describe to you. And, and it's true. Like it's, what's it to that? What's it to that person? Cause that person isn't the one that's living the truth that you're trying to explain. Like you're, yes, you're trying to get them to understand, of course. Um, but yeah, I, I love that, uh, that I did ask that last question because I think that this 
kind of brought this conversation to a whole other level, right? Like we can always sit down and talk about the things that are going on in our life, but what we feel in the shifts that we create in our lives is very indescribable. And I think this is a good time for our listeners listeners to really get the picture that it's okay for you to not be able to explain yourself. It's okay for you to not be able to have people actually understand you. It's okay for you to feel like it, like you're alone. You're on your spiritual journey, desiring to create a deeper connection with your inner spirit and your soul path. But you feel lost in how to create more joy and calmness through life's challenges. In the meditation membership, you will feel seen for who you are and understood in a way that feels empowering and uplifting alongside a community of like-minded beings. For only $33 per month, you will get two live calls filled with spiritual lessons, open-minded conversation, and powerful guided meditations. Join the meditation membership for more connection and support as you grow into the best version of you. You are alone in that one sense, but you're also not alone. You're completely supported by all the people around you, but you're alone in what is always best for you because the only way that other people can tell you what's best for you is by you asking their opinion, which then puts their perception of how they want you to show up in your life. And and like, we can't do that because then that would mean we're all just living to people, please. Right. So like, it's okay if not everybody doesn't understand you and it's okay to get frustrated with it, but let that frustration be a sign or at least in like some sort of indication for you um, that, you know, just let it be, just let that conversation dwindle and just, yeah, if you don't understand, I'm sorry, I can't explain it better. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's getting yourself to that state. And I think that's a very difficult thing to do, especially for yourself, Sid, because you're that recovering people pleaser, right? Like you want everybody to understand, you want everybody to get it, but it's also not your job to have everybody get it or understand it's your job to live your life. And in a way that feels good for you. And you know what, that's kind of it. (laughs) There is so much of what you said that rings so true to this conversation. And I'm sitting here nodding my head the entire time that you were speaking, because it literally explains why I can't explain what this is, right? And it's that reminder that everyone is only able to understand from their own level of understanding. Mm -hmm. And exactly as you were saying, as a recovering people pleaser, I've spent my life trying to explain myself in a way, not from my understanding, but in trying to explain myself in somebody else's understanding so they can, they can understand from their perspective. And that is like part of what I'm shedding. Exactly. As you said, I'm getting myself to a space of realizing I don't need to explain myself. I don't need somebody else to understand. And the people that do understand, even if it's not from my level of understanding. It's from their own level of understanding. It's because they're on a similar path. They're on a similar journey. And those are the people that I want to continue to connect with. Right. Mm. But if I try and explain myself and the person doesn't understand at all, well, that's actually wasting my time and energy to try and get them 
to my level of understanding. They're on a completely different path, which is not bad. They're like, mm-hmm. we all move mm-hmm. on our own timelines and we move in our own space. And maybe me not explaining allows them to shift their perception and helps them to grow on their path right? I'm no longer holding people's hands. Obviously my clients, I'm holding their hands and guiding them. But like in order to try and get somebody to understand what I'm doing, what I'm creating and how I'm living, it's not my fucking job. Yeah. But like, okay, Sid, I was just vibing so hard with what you just said, because I think this rings so much truth. It's not your friggin' job and it shouldn't be your job. But what your job is, is for you to connect yourself to such a high frequency that you can't vibe any lower than that. And the thing, the thing is you still have those people pleaser tendencies, but they've shifted and they've shifted because now the people pleasing is to really please yourself first in the sense that, Hey, I'm going to vibe on this high frequency so that other people around me can get up to the same frequency as me. So no, they don't need to, you know, have their hand held to to get you to that point, but they need you to get to that point in order for them to then raise their own vibrations. Because if you don't lead the way and you don't show the way from wherever you're going, then how would people try to connect or level up to you? And it's no wonder you're trying to feel like you feel like you're shedding. You're getting into this like up-level version of yourself because you've realized I'm fucking done with explaining myself. Like it's just, I've tried it. I've done it. It's no longer for me. And I'm here just to live my truth. And that I think is so powerful in itself because now it shows other people. It gave other people the permission to then say, okay, I don't need to keep explaining myself. I can just keep doing what feels good for me. And eventually, I'll get to the same state as to where Sid is vibing on because I want to be on that vibe, right? Like it, it, it just rings so much truth. Everything that you just had, had said, oh my God, I love where this conversation is going. <laughs> and that, like what you just said, that literally explains how I'm shedding this present version or have shedded in the process of shedding this present version of myself. And I'm moving to this future version of myself. Like that, mm-hmm. I'm letting all of that go. And I'm not you know, I'm not one foot in one foot out. I'm like jumping over the wall and, um, like you said, flying high. And so insane, like it's an energy that's really hard to explain. It's really hard to put into words. Okay. So what can I put into words and how can I explain what this shift looks like? Not just what it feels like, but what it looks like. I'm walking away from behaviors that I've leaned into um, that have helped me to avoid and ignore my soul truths, Mm. right? We've we've talked about smoking weed on this podcast before, and I have uh, an addictive behavior uh, that is in my genetics, like just looking at the history of some of my familial lines, uh, addiction kind of pops up. And this is something that I've known for my entire life, which is why I'm always very cautious with drinking alcohol and stuff like that. And I've seen in my life how smoking marijuana has led me into that addictive behavior. And Recently, I have taken a step back and I've recognized that at least in this point of my life, I'm, I'm doing things differently, right? And so I'm allowing myself to 
step out of those old behaviors. So that's one of those old behaviors that past and present me uh, was leaning into to avoid my soul truths Mm -hmm. and ignore the growth that I had been being called towards because there was a lot of fear in that. Right. So, you know, that's one of the shifts that I'm making. And and there's so many others, like my connection to the universe and to my divine team and to spirit source, God, whatever you want to call that higher power has also completely shifted, right. As a spiritual mentor, other people probably look at me and say, well, obviously your connection is so strong and it's something that you work on on a daily basis. But in full honesty, it's not something that I worked on on a daily basis for a long time. And I think that that's, again, the avoidance that I leaned into. And so now it is something that not only I'm connecting to on a daily basis, but I'm having conversations with my divine team on a moment to moment basis. And my Mm. faith in the universe has grown significantly. And it's that faith that has allowed me to not be controlled by my fear of lack. And And I don't believe that we ever walk away from fear completely. Like I'm human. I'm still going to have doubts. I'm still going to have worries. I'm still going to have fears pop up, but it's about, it's not about only focusing on the light and trying to get as far away from the shadow as possible. It's about integrating them together and find har- finding harmony in between the two. Because I think the fear reminds us that we have choice. And so when the fear comes up previously, I would ignore it and I would avoid it because I thought if I looked at it, that it would cause more pain. And I thought, you know, I very much have created a behavior of toxic positivity and I just got to be positive. I just got to get back to the positive. And that's something that present me has carried for a long time. And I'm, I'm allowing myself to release that. So you know, I can get deeper and more specific in pointing out all of these attributes, all these characteristics and behaviors that I've carried for so long that I'm saying no more. It's not that as I step into my future self, they're going to be gone forever. It's that I'm conscious and I'm aware and I'm so much faster to recognizing them so I can lead myself through the shadow I can transmute the pain and turn it into compassion so much faster. I got to reiterate this just because I want to make sure I'm understanding it. And maybe some of our listeners have the same question, who knows, but we talked about like avoiding your soul truth and ignoring your growth by basically not practicing it every day. So my question is, do you believe that you smoking marijuana, however often you did, limited you from actively seeing your growth? Is that why you are you, you are choosing to, whether it's, you know, slow down because of that addictive personality, or is that just completely unrelated? Because I felt a connection when you were speaking of, of it. So I just wanted to kind of clarify that. I believe that... In this lifetime, as a human, I personally have triggers and emotional wounds 
that are attached to smoking marijuana. So I lean into that behavior when I want to ignore something that needs to be released. And even though smoking marijuana has helped me because sometimes when my thoughts are going crazy, it's hard for me to step out of my ego mind and listen to the messages that are moving through spirit. So smoking weed, it, it has in the past and, and recent past, it has helped me to move through some self-reflection. So I'm not saying it's all bad mm. because it's not. And I know a lot of people that use marijuana for anxiety and, you know, I think, I don't think marijuana is bad. That is not what I'm saying at all. And I don't think everyone should stop doing it. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying currently in this phase of my life, I'm finally recognizing how I used it as an avoidant tool mm. to avoid, to avoid your soul things. truth. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And he, okay. Even though in the moment of being stoned, maybe some spiritual truths were able to come through and I was able to reflect on things. It's that's not the point is like when I'm high, the point is why I'm doing it, why I'm smoking it. That's the part where I'm recognizing isn't healthy for me at this stage of my life. Is it something that one day maybe I'll be able to heal those emotional wounds and those triggers and I'll be able to have a conscious relationship with marijuana? Sure, maybe. But right now, it's not healthy for me. It's not helping me. And it's only keeping me stuck in this present version. And it's holding me back from jumping the wall and stepping into that next cycle. Of course. And that, that does definitely answer my question because it kind of helps me, of course, better understand. <laughs> I obviously have to laugh at that. Um, but also, cause you know, like there's usage in my life too. And I've, my gosh, like I saw marijuana for the longest time as it saved me. I truly believe that it saved me from my deepest, darkest, um, moments when my depression crept forward, when those, I don't want to say, I'll just say dark thoughts, when those dark thoughts came forward and it felt like it was the only tool I could use to then get to my higher self, because in that moment, I felt safe. I felt safe and I felt secured and I felt seen for me, for just being me, right? Not what I did or what, what I thought it was just me for me. And and the way that I see it now is, is obviously changing because, you know, we've, we've been talking about this for the whole episode, like how we, we move through different phases of our life. And when we move those different phases, it's important for us to recognize the things that we do on a routine basis. And it's not to say that weed is, or marijuana is used every single day. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but it's just the routine of using it. That why, why do we use it? Is it the same moment all the time? Is it because we're feeling triggered? We're feeling unsafe. And you said it yourself, well, you have triggers and wounds in terms of why it wants to come forward. And then of course I can bring that in my life. Cause yeah, same. And I'm sure our listeners can too. So I think for us, it's, it's more of, yeah, recognizing how the usage is, or sorry, why the usage is being done and how we're using it to benefit us. And then maybe kind of rewinding it back and asking yourself, okay, well, how else can I support myself 
to go to the same spot I'm trying to go by using this tool, right? Like it's, it's trying to navigate different tools that you can use. And of course, based off of a different phase of your life, you know, one tool might be more proficient than another tool and that's a-okay. But again, if we don't create this, this, I want to say always same level of awareness. I know that doesn't make any sense like proper English, but I know you're going to get what I'm saying. Like the, the same level of awareness all the time. If you don't have that, it's going to be harder for you, you or anybody to think about like, okay, why, why am I wanting to use this? Because you're not, you're not in a place where you're thinking that you're, you're in that, that surface level, like autopilot mode. You're not in a higher conscious state. You're just doing things to do things as, as you've said before said, and now it's coming from a place that you've created this higher conscious. You've created this higher purpose of why you do things the way that you do. And now it's transmuted into almost every single thing and every little routine thing. And even if it's not routine and it's out of the the ordinary, it's like, okay, well, why do you do those things out of the ordinary, you know, maybe not as often as the other things, but again, why? And that, that understanding of our own, why I think is the most important piece and us connecting to our higher self, because at the end of the day, nobody knows those answers, but us. Tired of trying multiple fad diets and various workout programs, yet still feel like there is nothing working? Lacking the consistency and confidence in your own knowledge of what to do in and out of the gym is why those last 10 pounds feel impossible to lose. You need the accountability to remind yourself this is a lifestyle you're creating, not an end result. Why? Because your happy, healthy life is the result. I'm here to show you how to feel good about your body every single day, and the Fit and Free membership does just that. It's for the woman who needs accountability and a structured program or routine. For only $40 a month, you'll get eight live recorded workouts with a personal trainer, one mindset coaching call, and over 50 plus different workouts to do on your own every single month. Get started by joining the Fit and Free membership today. And if we don't find ways to create time, to create tools, to create strategies, to then connect to that yeah, we're all going to be avoiding our soul truth because we are deciding to not live in that higher conscious state because it's quote unquote easier to stay in that autopilot mode. Cause then you don't have to do any work, right? Like it's so easy. And it's, and I say that because I constantly catch myself in that battle. It's like catch 22. It's like, I want to grow, but I don't want to grow. I want to grow, but I don't want to grow. And I'm, I'm sure you've, you might've been feeling that lately Sid, but I, I have finally come to, to terms with actually owning into that truth because I've been avoiding that truth for so long that I'm half in half out. And I go through these weird phases of my life where things go great. So then I think that I don't need to keep practicing, but I I loved how you explained your, your tools on, you know, creating to creating to your higher self by like essentially speaking to yourself from that higher state of mind on an every single day basis. And no, there's going to be some days that you don't do it, but it's, it's a beautiful reminder that it can be done. And I think just where I'm at too, in my journey, it, it is possible for it to be done because we can get so caught up about the self-doubt, like, 
you know, what if it doesn't work? Or like, what if this happens? Or what if it's not the right way to go? And then the what ifs, the doubt, the confusion, it creates the standstill in our life. And it's no wonder frustration is then brought forward. No wonder higher emotions are then brought forward because we're so frustrated with ourselves that we're not actually taking the step forward because we're so focused on dwelling on the doubt, which is again, that most human response. We're stuck in the humanness of it all rather than again, connecting to that higher version of ourself. And the more often, again, that we have those, those talks on a day-to-day basis, it's easier for us to focus on that one thing every single day. It's reminding you of the strength and ability that you have, right? Like we've grown up in a society and a culture that says, like, push down your emotions. Like it is literally bred into our DNA to not acknowledge our emotions. So there's so many different tools and tactics that we use to escape feeling our emotions. And that's the habitual behavior that I had created with smoking weed was, oh my God, I have these terrifying thoughts that are creeping in and I don't want to feel this pain. Smoking makes me feel better and, and, and helps me to escape this moment. That's not a conscious thought that I had. It is an unconscious behavior that I had created within me. But for the last several months, every t- single time that I would smoke marijuana, immediately I would go, oh my God, this doesn't feel good. Oh, why did I do that? Like, why do I keep doing that? Why am I telling myself that this will feel better? And then within five minutes, I'll get to a space of like, okay, I'm, I'm calmer and this feels better. But the initial moment when I would start feeling the effects, my soul was literally saying, this isn't good. This isn't good. Yet that, that feeling wasn't strong enough to stop me from the habitual behavior of the escapism. And I had to teach myself that Feeling my emotions and listening to my thoughts is not the end of the world. And when I allow myself to feel them and when I allow myself to hear the thoughts, that's the moment that I can remind myself of the strength within me. And I can remind myself that I have the ability to keep going. And I can remind myself that I am safe and I am supported. But simply my ego mind and my emotions, my emotional wounds are trying to tell me that I'm not safe, right? So it's this entire process that I had to move through in order to get to the space of recognizing, wait, escaping my, from my emotions is only prolonging the challenge. It's only prolonging the lesson that is needing to be learned. And when I slow down and create stillness, I can find compassion for myself in that moment. I can learn the lesson so much faster. And like you always say, Ange, I'm collapsing time because I'm allowing myself to be here in this moment with however I feel, knowing that I will get through to the next moment. I'm not rushing past to try and get to some future where I think I'll feel better. I'm allowing myself to feel better now by acknowledging the fact that I actually don't feel good. And and for me, meditation and prayer is a are, are practices that help me to feel better. And so I'm using those to replace what I did with marijuana. 
I'm not, I'm not using meditation and prayer to escape my feelings. I'm using them to be conscious, to acknowledge how I feel, which allows me to transmute that energy into something that feels better. I love it. Replacing habits with supportive behaviors. Boom. Mic drop. (laughs) When you started saying, when you you first started smoking marijuana, it was that initial thought that came forward. Like, oh my God, what am I doing? I can a hundred percent relate to that because they're not lately. I'll be honest. Definitely not lately has that had happened to me, but in my past, me, I would have to say maybe over a year ago when I was really, I always down, I always downplay where I'm at, but I, I felt like this time a year ago, I was really heavily involved in my personal growth and in the middle of me being so involved with it, I've lost a big part of my life. And that was of course the, the partner that I was with. So I, for the longest time, felt that I pushed myself away. It's almost like I blamed myself from getting to this higher state. And it's, it's almost like, it's no wonder. I feel like I've been teeter tottering back and forth with this growth. Um, because what I've known to be true for so long is just no longer true. And it's because I started to do something different. So now I'm, I'm worried of, well, if I keep focusing on me, if I keep focusing on my higher self, who else am I going to push out of my life? What else is going to happen? Those, the, the, what ifs, right. That the most human response. And before, again, going back to where that original thought trailed from is the first few moments when I did start smoking marijuana when I was really heavy involved in my personal growth journey, I did feel those moments like, and like, you don't need to do this to get to a higher state. You can just, you can just get there. But I would, then I would get anxious and then I would kind of forget about it. And like you said, five minutes in, it's like, oh, okay, okay. Things are fine. Things are fine. Once the anxiety kind of dwindles down. So it's just so many, <laughs> so many thoughts are being provoked forward right now based off of just this conversation alone. And I think this is a very important conversation that needed to be had, not only for me, I'm sure for you, but also for our listeners, you know, we're talking about that win, 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 right? Like that's why we, the ha- we have these conversations because at certain moments of our life, yeah, we might've been talking about the more or less the same ish thing, like personal development for some time, but when we hear it, when we're in a different phase of our life, we hear different things. It's the same thing. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change because they do. You're in a different phase of your life where some information that you're hearing or seeing, whether it's for the first time or again, is, is going to be heard or seen very differently from how you've ever seen it before because you're now in a completely different phase and hopefully it's in a, a higher self phase. But if it's not, then okay, well make that recognition that it isn't and just accept it for what it is. And then that's where that power of choice comes from, right? Like looking at those fears straight on rather than making a decision out of fear. I'm just not going to do it because it's scary. Well, that, that feeds into it. That makes the fear just come back. Like you said, it prolongs it as in, in the lesson that you need to be learned. It's just gonna, it's going to happen again. Then <laughs> if you don't want to look at it face on. Yes, exactly. I love, I love how you've kind of tied that all in with, you know, ignoring the fear, the lesson is just going to keep reiterating until you look at it. And exactly as you said, one of your fears was, what if I continue to lose people, 
right? And and I want to, before we jump into a card reading and wrap things up, I just want to bring in a new perspective, which I think you've already heard this perspective before, but maybe it's what you, maybe you'll hear it differently now, but also the other people who are listening, if they resonate with what you said, that fear of losing people as you continue to grow. The message that's coming through is everyone who's meant to be in your life will be in your life. Like you will not lose the people that you're not meant to lose. But when you grow and you do lose people, it's because those people are holding you back from what you're meant to experience. And if you try and hold on to those relationships, you're going to continue to be triggered in the old ways that you were triggered. When you grow, it's not about losing people. Let's, let's kind of reframe that focus. It's when you grow, you're opening space for the right people to come into your life, right? Remembering that when something is released, we make space for something new to come in. So rather than focusing on who will I lose? How am I going to lose them? What is going to happen in that process? Instead, reminding ourselves that we will never lose the people who are meant to be in our lives, our entire lives. And there are people who are, who our soul is waiting to meet. Like, There are people that we haven't met yet, but we're supposed to meet on our journey. And if we hold ourselves back from our growth, then we're stopping ourselves from being able to meet those people who will bring more blessings and more rewards into our life. So it's looking at those what ifs and finding a way to support yourself to see something good in them. Yeah, and it it kind of... you need to also, I'm saying you need to, because I firmly believe this, but I I do feel like you need to be in a state of mind where things happen because they happen. And when we try to create meaning or, or purpose behind the things that happen, they happen just because they they are meant to happen. It just is. And if we don't have that level of awareness then it's going to feel harder for us to get to that level of just accepting that the people that are supposed to stay in our life or be in our life are, are meant to stay in our life. But if we don't have that level of awareness where, you know, things aren't, are things aren't the way that they are, it's because of this, that, and the other thing, then yeah, it's, it's going to feel pretty tricky to, to not be scared on losing people, right? Like you're going to be stuck in the fearful, state of mind that you're in worried that you're going to lose people. If you don't have that perception or that understanding that things are the way that they are just because they just are. And I don't know, does that like, does that resonate at all? Yeah, definitely. And, and I think it's the reminder too, that, you know, if we try and hold on to those relationships that are actually not serving either party, we're stopping both ourselves and them. We can't make anyone else grow. Like it is, and you know, as, as a recovering people, please, there's something I have to remind myself on the daily. It's not my job to help somebody else or sorry. It's not my job to learn a lesson for somebody else. Yes. 
So as much as like I can share with my clients and I can guide them to the truths, I've had clients where sometimes I'll say something once and they'll get it and they'll learn the lesson. And sometimes I'll have to say things numerous times. And I used to be really frustrated with that until I got to the space of remembering that they're only going to learn the lesson when they're ready to learn the lesson. And I have a friend who's told me a story that one of her best friends uh, got into a really dark place and she tried to help that person as much as she could because of the relationship that person was in. And, and I see a lot of me and you in this story, Ange. Um, and, but my friend did everything that she could to try and help her friend. And, and her friend wasn't learning and wasn't learning and wasn't learning and kept putting herself in this challenging position. And finally, my friend had to walk away from that relationship. And years later, that person reconnected with my friend and said, if you had never walked away, I would have never learned the lesson and I would have never made the growth that I had to make. So it's remembering that when we grip onto those relationships that aren't meant for us, sometimes we're holding someone back from hitting their rock bottom. And the only time that we can have those breakthroughs is when we hit those breakdowns. Well, after every breakdown, there is a breakthrough. So it's almost like we need to get to that certain point in our life eventually in order for us to then see what's on the other side. Now that's not to say that you have to get down into the dumps of life in order to then see what's on the other side, but it's a perfect reminder that if right now you guys are listening and you currently are down in the dumps or you're feeling like you're needing to hold on to this attachment, well, Sid and I are giving you the permission to let it the fuck go. Start worrying about you and focusing on you and putting all that attention and all that love and all the compassion and all the kindness to yourself first and everything else will just fall into place the way that it's supposed to. And again, those people that, you know, we're worried of losing, they're not going to be lost if they are meant to be with us. And if we can put our faith and our trust into that, we're all going to be vibing on the same frequency that Sid is. And I don't know about you, but I'm already feeling that shift inside of me after this conversation, because like I said, at the start, like my mind was I got to da, 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 like all, all over the place. And now with that beautiful opening grounding practice that you, you had mentioned in this conversation where it's led us to right now, it's, I feel in such a, a beautiful place. And I really hope um, you do too, Sid. And of course our listeners as well. Totally, totally. And, and exactly as you're saying, you know, letting somebody else, move through their growth, maybe you end up coming back into each other's lives, right? Like, like almost a year ago in the spring, I think we recorded a podcast episode where I shared, you know, a a challenging relationship that I had uh, with my childhood best friend. And I didn't, I didn't share who the story was about. And I tried to not be super specific on that um, because I didn't, I, I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but my childhood best friend and I, we, we had a bit of a falling out. And I think it was actually two years ago, maybe that I shared this conversation. Anyways, we've come back together. We've both moved through our own growth and our own healing. And we've come back together and we've created a beautiful yes. reconnection once again. And now that we've reconnected and we're friends once again, and we have these deep, beautiful, inspiring conversations, I'm reminding myself we had to separate 
in order for us to learn lessons and to heal our own shit. But we were meant to be in each other's lives. And that's proven by the fact that we've come back together and we have an even stronger relationship now. I love that level of reassurance. Like that, it's that proof right there that the people that are meant to stay in your life, they will. And it's okay if there is a falling out, because if that person is meant to stay in your life, that falling out needed to have happened to strengthen the relationship with that individual that you desire so much to be with or is continue on a relationship with like, and that's, that's so inspiring, Sid. Wow. And you don't want to force anyone to like you. And to be your friend, you want them no. to want to like you. Yes. So like, if you let them go and they come back on their own free will, that's a relationship. That's a friendship that is meant to be had. Yes. A thousand and four hundred million percent. <laughs> it's like you and I, right? Like we lost touch and then we reconnected. Oh my God. I didn't. Why did I not even think of us? That's so funny. Yeah. It was like a good wow like almost a decade like insane how it see it needed to happen it needed to happen in order for us to figure out our own shit to then re-come back together to talk about the current shit we're going through (laughs) exactly exactly so when those what ifs pop up of what if I lose someone remembering like what if I gain someone else and what if we are able to come back together and have an even better relationship so beautiful Yes. So let's jump into a card reading. This has been a pretty long conversation, a powerful one. I'm so glad that I was able to share it um, because I know that there's a lot, like we're all being called into that shift, not necessarily to walk away from our present selves, but we're all being called into this shift and it's whether or not you're willing to take that step. So I hope that the conversation maybe has brought some new perspectives to the listeners as, and you already said that it's, it's helped you today as well. So let's see what else is coming forward. Um, What do we need to know right now? Okay. So the very first card is I choose love no matter what. And that's a reminder for you. It choosing love is not being in joy. Like when you love someone unconditionally, you love them even in their flaws, right? We've talked about this before. So for yourself, if that fear, if that doubt, if that worry is coming up, choose love, no matter what, show yourself love by looking at the fear, by feeling the pain. So you can then release it or transmute it and get back to something that feels better. And maybe that something that feels better isn't joy. Maybe it's simply contentment with being able to love yourself as you are. I choose love no matter what. And the second card that has come forward is when I lean on the faith of the universe, peace becomes real. And this card literally explains how I'm shedding this present version of me. It it is this reminder that when I lean on the faith, on my faith in the universe, peace will always guide me. Fear won't guide me. Doubt won't guide me. Worry won't guide me. And so it's this knowing that, and, and like, I don't know where I'm going guys, just so you know, in like shedding this present version of me, it does not mean that I know where I'm heading. All that it means is what I once thought was for me 
I'm recognizing is not for me. And I'm beginning to realize that the universe knows more than I do. And if I try and plan my way, I'm actually limiting myself because there's something beyond what I can comprehend that is meant for me. So when I lean on the faith of the universe, peace becomes real. Wow. Peace becomes real. Yes. Peace becomes real. Well, no wonder it becomes real because we just finally accepted that things are the way they are, right? They're Mm -hmm. meant to be. And then of course, when we choose love or I choose love no matter what, right? Like you're always putting that peace and that love first, no matter what for then free to have or sorry, the, um, the love and the faith first in order for you then to have the peace follow through in your life. And that just rings so much truth, not only from the conversation we had, but just generally like in our lives, right? Like it's, it's so much more important to have love and faith over like, it needs to happen this way or, oh my God, it didn't happen this way. Now, what am I going to do? Right? Like that just, brings us right back to that most human response. It's the reactive stage when in reality, all that we're trying to do is by being proactive, by creating these supportive behaviors, these supportive thoughts, these supportive feelings for us to then guide us into wherever we need to go. And that, that guidance comes as long as we have that faith and and the love and the trust, right? Like it, it all ties in together. So, wow. Thank you, Sid, for pulling those beautiful cards. Yes, you're so welcome. Also, thank you so much to everyone that has stuck through right to the end. Yeah, this was a long episode. We apologize. Um, But it was needing to happen. It needed to happen in order for us to really feel through that shift, in order for us to really understand, to, to then release. Because once we understand, once we feel, it's easier for us to move forward because we've removed that baggage of what's been holding us back for so long. And sometimes it's just as simple as admitting, admitting what, what was the truth that you've been holding away from, or what's the lies that you've been using in replacement of the truth, right? Like if, if there is something that needs to be done in order for you to feel better, now is the time to do it because it's, it's this, this shifting phase. I'm going to call it right. Things need to die before, before they need to be reborn or things need to stop being in existence in order for them to keep going. So anyways, I'm just rambling on now, but (laughs) I love it. Clearly I needed to say it because I'm feeling some truth. And of course what I'm saying for myself. So That being said, guys, we are going to be leaving it here. And whatever you guys are going through, keep freaking going because you are doing such an amazing job. You are giving yourself all the proof that you need in order to give yourself that reason why you should keep going, right? Like look at all the proof you've already created and keep adding to that proof because more proof, more magic, more amazingness, and just more life, more life, more life. So we love you guys. Send you guys all the love, all the vibes, whatever you guys need. And we'll be chatting at you next week. Bye Bye, everyone.